0: Hi, this is Jim. And this is Ashley. And this is Second Chance a Moped Podcast. <laughs> Damn, Ashley. You get one feel episode, episode in. Roll. You get one episode in, and now you think you're a goddamn radio DJ at the real. <sighs> I can but you, you feel know, your you, eyes you're roll. technically savvy. You're technically savvy. I'll let you have this one <laughs> and one only. Um, welcome, everybody, to Second Chance Moped i'm gonna fuck that up and i should have never picked this name because all i do i said it great for like two weeks and now it's like a mental block where i just screwed up all the time so that tells you how great value we are um yeah i'm the one who's having trouble to,
1: on air though
0: Yeah, no, whatever um welcome everybody to the second edition of second chance a moped podcast um It feels like we're kind of returning to the scene of the crime right now because i'm a little ocd about getting stuff prepared and ready so we are literally recording back-to-back nights last night we had simon king on the on the zoom and it was a you know i think it was a good little podcast you know i i will tear everything apart and i will nitpick it to the nth degree but uh ashley what do you how do you feel you came out and did you actually listen to the podcast dude i finally get to
1: meet dingle yes please (laughs) (laughs) no he Um, was a a very a very good interview he spoke very well and he had an amazing (laughs) microphone and that buttery smooth deep voice oh I could just listen to him talk. all It the is time. soothing.
0: I will. I won't lie. It uh, was. It is soothing, and yeah. But he didn't sound like
1: that. But like on the the, um, swarm and destroy video from like twenty years ago.
0: Yeah, and on dead technology, way to way to keep up on that one there, Ashley. VHS is not dead. It will never die. Okay, you know, well, you know that's 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 a one way to look at it. Um, I'm keeping but you know, it alive. You know what? Um, you and Jim Cornette, if you don't know who that is, look it up. It's he's a hilarious podcaster. Um, yeah, so you know, I'm just kind of in. <laughs> I just got from our guests who um, I wanted to have on. Because they are, to me, these we're, we're having our first dual guests. And we'll see how this goes. Um, I like these two. They seem to complement each other in such Cass. a great way. What are you doing now, Ashley? Did you, can you hear what me? You, yes, I can hear you. Didn't we level all this shit up before we started? I pressed the mute button. Why would you do that?
1: Because I was supposed to mute my microphone.
0: Uh, okay. Um, but instead you got to belch. Hey, way to be um, professional about shit. I really <laughs> appreciate that because in my life, I have said this for years, um, belt, farting is funny, belching is gross. I don't know why, but like that's just how I feel about that. Um, but anyways, back to the intro and the two guests we have um everybody who listens to this podcast i'm willing to bet that they have heard these two this is ashley and jason from monday moped podcast and here they come i think they're on like i just i just allowed them into the group and we'll sit here i see an ashley and we have another ashley can you hear us ashley I think you're. Making, oh, oh,
2: I got you. Alrighty.
0: How's <laughs> how's how uh the the great land of Richmond, Virginia,
2: Ashley? Um, boring. <laughs> <laughs> Self quarantine in my house. <laughs> uh, that
0: was half the reason why I wanted to get you on um Second Chance a Moped Podcast because. Nobody, we haven't heard you on Monday moped podcast. I'm saying mopeds and podcasts way too much in that sentences. Um, and the infectious laugh that you have that everybody loves. Everybody loves your laugh. It is great. Um, and we have another Ashley. So I'm gonna screw this up and we're all gonna get confused at one point or the other. Ashley is the dark block you see. Um, She's the technical director of uh, Second Chance. Um, how does everything sound on your end in the in the Brap Cave, there, Ashley?
1: Two technical directors named Ashley. This is this is going to go great. <laughs>
0: uh, everything sounds good. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call you. Uh, I don't know I, Ashley who helps me. I'm gonna call Ash tonight. Just. We're going to try to go with that and we're going to see how fucked up I get and confusing it is. But so Ash, I'm going to now ask Ashley for her to introduce herself, which is a little redundant because I'm willing to pet 99.97% of the people who listen to this podcast at some point know who you are. But why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for us?
2: Hey guys, it's Ashley, Rebel Rousers, Richmond, Virginia. And I am on the Moped Monday podcast with Jason and Thomas.
0: Yay! And I hear I hear a Thomas, maybe.
2: <laughs> you do <he's>
0: <laughs> 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 How are you doing there, uh Sir Thomas?
3: Doing good, man. What's up? Just hanging out on the couch, being second string.
0: Hey, you will always be first string to Ashley's second string. I tried to be witty there and funny, and obviously I'm not. Um, Fucking what? I, God damn it, Ashley. This is why I said we can't be funny on this podcast, because I'm not funny. I can just get loaded And okay. But anyways, we're going to uh, get...
2: We're super oh, funny.
0: Yes, I'm not funny. You guys saw me in freaking Tampa. I kind of just was happy to be out of the freaking frigid air
2: but
3: (laughs) and now you're stuck again hey
0: it is freaking roasting at like 55 degrees here the other day i was riding the shit out of my moped but uh, now we're
3: now we're we're reverting back to talking about weather
0: huh uh yeah see what i mean yeah that's all we do is talk about goddamn weather how's the weather there did you go to church last sunday Uh, that's the church but it fucking snowed today I,
1: oh, I
2: thought it was snowing in Michigan.
0: It snowed today. Okay, but anyways,
2: well, let's I get away you, from the...
1: I think you missed that accent there that he was doing. You know, for, oh, the, re- for the rest of this episode, I'm just going to Minnesota it, okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. You
3: you, you, <laughs> okay, you, you, okay, you going to Minnesota. Oh, oh yeah, sure. yeah.
0: But <laughs> for everybody who's listening, we're going to get into what this podcast is about. I just try to go with the format of what happened, i.e., I don't How think did anybody's you, listening after that.
1: Well, maybe, just but you know,
0: we probably did, but I'm going to think positive and we're going to get through this.
1: Maybe we'll um, pick them up late.
0: Okay. But um, the premise is what happened, i.e. what was the first moped you saw? I like your dog. I have complimented <laughs> it several times on Facebook. Um, what happened? What happened? what it was like kind of the middle middle part of your mopeding life and what it's like now so I have um, never heard Ashley say what is the very first moped you ever saw like what's your first memory of a moped
2: um Thomas bought a trike I don't know what it was and he flipped it and that was the first moped I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And we'll I don't go to the top- it is. <laughs> well, I'll. Same question goes for you, Thomas. What was like as a youth or as an adult or whatever? What was the first moped you ever remember seeing? Uh,
3: this dude had one, and his parents kind of had money, so he kind of had money sort of by default. And he had a white Tomo's Targa, I think it was a Targa, it might have been a Sprint, whatever it was back then. My
2: brother had one, right?
3: Yeah, but that was the first one I saw was yeah. that, that one. And then my brother ended up getting one, and it might have been the same moped. He may have beaten him up and stole it from him <laughs> or uh, <laughs> traded drugs for it. And then no, it brought oh, it no. and I, wasn't, I wasn't allowed to touch it. So things you can't touch, it's like like a vagina or <laughs> you know, anything It's like, you know, you can't touch it. You just want to touch it all the time.
0: Well, yeah, it's like when you get told as a child, hey, when I start welding, don't look at the bright light. What do you do? You look at the damn bright light. So, I mean, I I totally identify. How old were you at that point uh, there, Thomas?
3: I don't know. I was probably 10, 12 years old, something. You know, like, we should not have been riding them. My brother might have been (laughs) able to ride it. But uh, the guy whose parents had it, they didn't give a shit. They just bought him a moped to shut him up. And then he would rip it all over town to uh, go down to baseball, uh, like, Little League practice and, like, ride it down there and, like, all over the place, and he would get in trouble. I remember for riding at other places, he would go like long distance, and his parents would bitch <laughs> at him and ground him and take away his moka.
0: <laughs> Funny. Um, what years was this? Do you kind of remember it
2: all? The
0: nineties. Nineties. All right. Nineteen
3: seventy four.
2: Seventy four.
0: Yes. Um, so, Thomas, what what <laughs> what was the trike that you bought? Since Ashley doesn't necessarily remember, and I—I probably- I don't
3: really know. I don't really remember it that much either. I know it had like the full scooter trunk on it, and okay. it was—you uh, could lift up the back and it had a storage area. And I think it was—it was brown, and I'm pretty sure it was a Prior trike. So it was probably a Minarelli, but it might have been a Pook, And I remember like not even knowing how to start it, and I got on the internet and went on Moped Army, looked it up, and made some posts about it, and then stuck it on eBay, and I think I got like 750 bucks for it. I think I paid maybe 50 bucks or something for it. I don't know how I even got it or where oh, I yeah. got it from.
2: No clue. He just yeah, yeah. shows up at the house with this thing. And I'm like, what are you doing? He was it's like, a- I don't know. Someone was selling it. So I bought it. I was like, okay. <laughs> I,
0: th- I think yeah, I've, I've had that situation a time or two in my life. You know, it seemed cheap and it seemed like it could make a dollar. So why not? Um,
3: exactly. Dude, I, I bought and sold all, all kinds of shit, man. I still buy and sell all kinds of shit yeah, yeah like it never stops if i see something i buy it i don't give a shit the, the opportunity is there when you see it to buy it
0: i fully believe in that um so thomas what was the first moped you would call yours like what yeah as a youth or i haven't as found adult. it yet <laughs> <laughs> we well i know i know everything's how much you, for sale it is for sale well okay let me go revert back when was the first time you got the smile? riding a moped
3: the first time I bought that trike
0: was it okay was it on the trike I didn't have to ride
3: it okay (laughs) yeah I I mean I like mechanical shit so like anything I can anything it's a puzzle so like mopeds are like really simple puzzles for really simple people and even though some people uh, can't wrap their heads around the puzzle immediately they're built by you know I mean some engineer brilliantly designed this thing clearly but in the end, somebody with much less engineering skills and, you know, potentially just a house mom or dad physically put the damn thing together. So it would run and put it out on the market, you know, it's just their job. And so for me, it was a puzzle. Like this thing has got to be simple. Let's, you know, let me figure it out. And it wasn't necessarily about the moped. It was about the puzzle of it. You know, like uh, the puzzle of timing, the puzzle of, uh, making it run and like what how it works and you know availability of parts and and then the, the puzzle of the fucking weirdos in the community mm-hmm. you know? and
0: now did you have oh, anybody yeah. other than Moped Army to just kind of chime to for any questions or was it just Thomas's oh, that, figuring it out
3: yeah a lot of it was me just figuring it out and I didn't even use Moped Army for half of it because it didn't like my mechanical knowledge came from a lot of the stuff I used to do with my dad, and yeah. so I asked him a little bit about it. And but he had no idea; he didn't want nothing to do with it. And then, uh, uh, for a while, I would call. I got this guy's number named Pat. Okay. So, but Pat, I uh, only talked to him through another guy. Yeah. But apparently, Pat didn't need any new friends. He had <laughs> no friends. I didn't want to talk to anybody new in the Mope community. and uh and so i would help this other guy work on his bike and we would he would ask pat questions and get the answer back and then relay him back to me and eventually i got pat's number and called him and he was like man fuck that dude (laughs) there's no reason you should have just called me directly like fuck that dude phil he's a piece of shit like (laughs) oh wow you can call me anytime and ask me any question you want and then i started asking him a few dumb questions and then i realized that Quickly, that he knew way less about it than I did. Yeah. As far as like the mechanical operations of it and what makes sense of like how t- timing works and how, I mean, he could replace parts and he had a mm-hmm. general idea how to like bullshit repair a moped, but like he didn't know what setting that point gap meant. And that's the important part for me was like I want to know why it worked. I don't. I don't know. I don't want it to just do it and have it work and just go la 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 ride my moped down the road until it breaks again. I want to know what the fuck made it stop working and I wanna know what makes it actually
0: work. And I, I'm that kid too. I was always that kid um, growing up asking why, um, why, and why, and why, and why? Because I, it's an itch I just have never fully scratched as like, in anything. Like I, me personally, I have to figure out why. And I've been very lucky to stumble upon a few um, people in the moped community where it's not so much that they help me, I talk at them and then I figure it out like that's I I just need a sounding board to, I mean I I threw out on your guys's podcast uh Maze, like he's been really kind to me because like I generally talk at Maze on uh instant messenger and then I figure it out and I mean he's bumped me in the dire- right direction here or there but yeah he's been super
3: nice I think the pet probably gave me most is just a general sense of confidence to like hey exactly. dude it's not that complicated look don't worry It's it should be easy just just try try to do this xyz and get it going and see what happens you're like don't be afraid to do this just pull it off if you have any questions call me back and okay. and so because i felt that i had that backup system i felt that i could go further into it without getting too far into it where i couldn't come back you know what i mean yeah. and then once yeah. i pulled it off i was like holy shit all this stuff is easy there's nothing inside of here like
0: yeah you had a you felt confident enough in yourself but you felt good because you had a safety net if you will yeah um ashley let me let me draw you back into the conversation um when was the first time did you ride that trike the first time or did you was it years later when you guys got another moped um that you actually got on one what, what was the first first moped you remember riding
2: Before I rode a moped, I rode a scooter one time. Uh, Oh, wait. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, mopeds are scary and dangerous. And Thomas got a scooter out of a junkyard or a tow lot or something. He's like, here, ride this. So we rode into the city. And then I rode a moped. Like, the next day, it was a Vespa Chow, I think, he was building. (laughs) What
0: <laughs> Thomas is shaking his head on the video. What was bravo. it, Thomas?
3: Vespa bravo.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. It was a bravo. Yeah. He painted it a real pretty green, and then I ran out of gas in the neighborhood, and I it accelerated bike, really fast when it ran out of <laughs> gas. I almost hit a parked car. Ooh. that wasn't fun. <laughs>
3: no, I um, I seem have a bike. You can build it if you want.
2: I don't build Vespas <laughs> I <laughs>
0: seem to always run out of gas right before the rain like so and that was my whole thing uh this winter was because i'm i can i'm a decent to fair mechanic but i'm a lazy one as well so like all my bikes last year didn't have pedal drives on them and like i that was my main thing i need to hook up the pedal drive for when i run out of gas next time and it's in the rain i don't have to sit there and do the foot kick and because I maybe finally. You, maybe
3: you took them off because you forgot what a pain in the ass it is to actually pedal a moped. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, when's the last <laughs> time
3: you legitimately went out? I mean, in fact, find a moped with pedals on it and be like, all right, I'm going to do a three mile ride <laughs> compared to a bicycle. It's the most useless. The only reason the pedals are there is to meet some sort of uh, safety standard or like rule. They're yeah. pretty fucking useless.
2: So but, it's easier and faster to walk it. Yeah. And or glide. Or I tell you
3: what, <laughs> get on your get on your bicycle, get yep. Five or 10 sacks of potatoes sticking on the rack. <laughs> Apply the brake slightly and then try to pedal somewhere.
0: Well, my big issue was last year when I'd run out of gas my left leg, the one I broke and I talked about ad nauseum on Monday moped podcast. That was still kind of weak. Like it wasn't hurting as bad anymore. So like I could only kick with my right foot. So that's why my main thing this winter was just hook up a pedal drive. Or just get a really good lock so you can call Uber and go get gas and yeah, do that. but do um, run out of
2: gas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's another thing that I
2: make more stops. Yet, <laughs> have, yeah, have motor yet to McCain, master. Motorbacane <laughs> can actually
1: decently be pedaled without uh, without um, engine drive, which is really really good because it's a motorbacane and you'll be pedaling a lot.
0: Yeah, don't they break down all the time, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
3: I think the, the ideal situation would have would have the, like, replacement electric motor for the front wheel. That way, when you break down, you can be like, all right. And also, when you're trying to do, like, a clutch race, you can cheat <laughs> and have that electric front drive kind of going at a thumb throttle to get off the line even faster.
1: Just get a Solex motor and put it on the front.
3: That yeah, sounds like so a terrible
0: like, idea. Yeah, that's a bad
3: idea. That's a really bad idea. <laughs> it's I supposed know. to be a secondary motor, hey, right? Can you, hey, can you mute that other person that keeps chiming in? They're just. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I, I didn't
0: want to get back to too much, but like, how Ashley, you were on a, you were on your Pinto in Tampa, at the end of the ride. How close to running out of gas were you, or did you broke off, didn't you?
2: Um. The Friday night ride, I broke. Saturday. Off, but Saturday. Saturday. No, I made it back perfectly fine. Um, oh. I I stayed at the bar while you guys left and okay. had a couple more drinks and played some yeah. pool. P.S. Um,
0: Those nachos were great. Thank you. And they were two for one. <laughs> two, two for one. Yes. Two
2: for one. <laughs> um, no, I didn't stop for gas. I think I filled up once like at the last gas stop that we stopped at or whatever, but I didn't need to. I just yeah. did it just in case because I didn't know where we were going. But yeah, no, my Pinto is great on gas.
3: Yeah. I filled up my... Friday before we got there and didn't fill up until a month later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you were on your, you were, what were you on? You were on a, a dirt bike, weren't you, or? Then,
3: uh, the Simonini Cobra.
0: Yeah. I'm- The
3: Nestle Cobra thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so let's get back to, see, my ADD and whatnot. Let's get back to the topic at hand. Um, Thomas, I know you are in the Rebel Rousers, and Ashley is in the Rebel Rousers. Um, uh-huh. How, well, tell me the origins of the Rebel Rousers. Um, I I know, I hear, I've listened to probably 98% of the your podcast, but I... Tell an ignorant kid from southern Minnesota the history of rebel rousers fitting into the Richmond, Virginia moped scene.
3: For, for me, there was a couple of guys we were hanging out with and, and sort of like riding and watching the old hell Satan videos and goofing off. And they're like, where are these hell Satan guys? Like they don't, you know, like we never see them. They, you post all these cool videos and you don't actually see the people ride mopeds anymore. And so, but we were starting to kind of get like the little four, three or four click together, you know, ride once in a while and goof off. And then, um, so, and then, but turns out that guy who doesn't need any new friends that was helping me a little bit with the mopeds is King Pat of the Hell Saints. And so, but I had basically been like messaging them on Moped Army and they had a website. So I sent him a couple messages trying to like, Join their gang and revitalize the Satans and all this stuff back in the day before I knew dick all about mopeds.
0: And what and year, just not- for a time frame, what year?
3: 2010, something like that. Okay. okay. So- if I had to guess.
2: Taking notes.
3: Yeah. Yeah about, well- about, yeah, about 2010, somewhere in there. Might have been 2011. Because we officially formed in 2012, but we were riding it a little bit a year before that. It could have been 2009, you know, somewhere in there.
2: Yeah, when we started riding, it was just us two and a couple of our friends, and they didn't own mopeds. They would just come over, and we'd all ride Thomas's mopeds.
3: Yeah, because I like to get fucked up and go into the city and get as fucked up as I could. And on my moped, because nobody gave two fucks at what you're doing in your moped. They're like, that guy's clearly poor, or we don't want to give him any trouble. And <laughs> I'd be so fucked up. I couldn't, I was seeing double riding home, doing yeah. 20 miles an hour, you know, because I just, I didn't never kitted a bike, never fucked with one before. I just got him fixed up enough to run and ride to the city. So, so you're I running I'd a stopper. Go all the way down to Galaxy down there and start bar hopping. And three <laughs> or four pictures later, I'd be like, all right, I guess I gotta go home, you know be like you 2 know? o'clock in the morning, I'm freezing my ass off, doing 20 miles an hour in the rain, drunk as fuck, trying to make it home. But anyway, that, that's how I kind of felt a little bit, because I was like looking for a way not to drive my car and get fucked up and still make it home, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I was messaging these guys from the Satans and never heard anything back, and I was like, you know what? Fuck these guys. I'm going to start my own club. We'll call ourselves a Moped Gang. And then it sort of just like started forming, and then I, I forget...
2: We were at a friend's house and on his fridge he his friend had recently been to his parents' house. Oh yeah and he had gotten a picture from when he was little and he was it's a picture of him sitting in his backyard with a jar of mayonnaise and a dandelion. He dipped dandelions in mayonnaise and eat them. that, And he had a T shirt on of the movie Rebel Rousers. So it okay. said Rebel Rousers on it. And Tom was like, that's the name of our club. Yeah, and he was an original <laughs> member
3: nice. as well. Yeah, so then I started looking at the movie. And it's a movie with Bruce Dern. And it's called Rebel Rousers. It's an old shitty biker movie from way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so everybody thought that we were sort of a racist Club, but we didn't know up. what
2: the what it was until we actually figured out what it was, and we had already named ourselves that.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well yeah, the,
3: the movie's not racist, but
0: the patches were made. I mean, it was too late at that
3: patch, point. One of our members was is uh, one of our members was a little spicy in being controversial, and us so, imagine uh,
0: Adam pattern Yeah,
3: we also <laughs> live in a city that like. Uh, most people don't give a fuck if you are using a confederate flag. There's black folks, Hispanic folks, white people using confederate flags. We don't go, hey, you're a racist if you're wearing a Black Panther shirt or you're wearing a rebel flag. We don't really give a shit in Richmond. Like, you do whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you want to do. Mind your own business. We'll mind ours. And so we never really thought about it. And so our original patch had, like, a confederate flag-looking X on it with yeah. the 13 or nine. 9 stars for the 9 original members. It also had a picture of the uh, uh, it's a memorial in a cemetery that is a tribute to the women of the Confederate Army something like that yep so, some other odds and ends about Richmond you know like at, on, a part of our past we never looked at it as racist you but, are doing it with the best
0: intentions
2: yeah, yeah, but I never wore. We
3: also it. didn't really care because we <laughs> never had a, pro- you know, like all right, so what? All right, you think it's a Confederate flag? Who cares? Like it wasn't a thing in our city, you know. But then as we got more into mopeds and started traveling more, we got a little more flack about it. And so that's when we decided to change it and make mm-hmm. it a little more modern and about me. Yeah. <laughs> <supposed to be>. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Brittany Hyatt, uh, you might know her and have heard of her she's the one that helped design most of the backpatch
0: I want to say I do but like I will be the first one to admit I am terrible 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 with names but I will never forget a face like it's almost scary like I um, have thrown out a few times on different forums um, a guy who's been like a big brother to me Kevin like I can remember meeting Kevin when I was three years old like I'll never forget his face like it's just it's spooky almost and like so i always see people in my day-to-day life and i'll be like you look like this person i know like thomas you look like my friend chris emery who's a drummer and a and was a drummer in a little known industrial band i mean it's just it's these weird connections i've made but anyways back to i know you guys. that dude
3: yeah yeah i know that dude do you yeah yeah all, all us white people look the same you,
0: you do and um especially with beards i <laughs> um so you guys are forming the rebel rousers um
3: well we weren't initially we weren't forming it too much but a friend of mine was sort of an honorary satan but also an honorary rebel sort of thing going on and he was like go for it man i don't know what you're doing you're wasting time like this community's dead the satans are dead nobody's doing anything and it's like it's a cool hobby and he was an older dude and his name was kevin kelly okay and uh he was a, uh, an artist and uh, an influential person. He, he taught class and, as a professor and she very big in our community. There's a, a huge mur- mural of them downtown Richmond. Somebody painted of them and a uh, really cool dude. And he was like, you guys need to go for it. Like this, this community is important. And I kind of saw how important it was to him and what he thought about it. And I thought so highly of him. Uh, and then uh, he ended up, uh, he was in Vietnam and he got Agent Orange or something like that yeah something happened where he ended up giving him cancer and he died you know shortly afterwards yeah and so like sort of after that we sort of ramped up and really started pushing for it and uh then we got we got uh denied ma status and
0: (laughs) so uh, let's let's go to ashley here at this point where things are kind of moving forward what's your whole take on this whole moped scene because you know for, for me, I can say it's another form of just motorheads. I mean, guys who I grew up with as a ute, you know, just talking about, you know, their small block Chevys and what <laughs> what heads we're going to put on this and that. It's regardless what mopeders want to admit or not, we're just another version of that. So I could see Thomas being with a mechanical background, like learning about this, this being a really good Fit for him, but you as his girl, long term girlfriend, wife. I'm not. I've never asked. I'm not sure. I whatever.
2: Sister,
0: sister. I'll, you guys are southerners, so. Um, what are you thinking about all this at that point?
2: Um. So we didn't really like when I first when we first got into mopeds. We didn't really know anyone. There was no one riding. Um. It was just our friends, and we met.
3: I like to stock you on that. This when we first got into moped shit, it was I was in the mopeds and you eventually gave in, was like, fuck it, I'll guess I'll ride because I'll never see you if I don't get on the moped and ride.
2: That's true, that's true. So, that was my husband's I... thing. <laughs> what'd you say, Ashley?
1: That was my husband's excuse for buying one.
0: And he <laughs> has a very clean tomos like the 2018 and i'd almost want to get one little so i can get an electric start moped like that's the only reason why i want yeah, Tomos new... electric
3: start is garbage though
0: but dude i still want a moped that i could sit out at a patio somewhere and just start it i mean just once or twice yeah, you for the get novelty the remote
1: starter then
0: too. exactly that's what i'm talking about but anyways back to ashley in richmond virginia
2: so I didn't have my own moped for the longest time, and I don't remember hanging out with people with mopeds until Tom's is like, "There's this rally in town. Let's go!" And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and it was the last. It was it was the last Hell Satan's rally before their last one with the orphans, and we show up to this park in Oregon Hill, and it's just mopeds everywhere. It was packed in it was fringy and it was all strangers. I didn't know anyone. I was like, this is no deodorant
3: to be found. It was almost a punk rock show.
2: Yeah, it was really weird. And uh, it was
3: like Google's with their own set of wheels.
2: Mm. It was weird. And someone was filming them. They had this giant chase RV. And I remember Getting, yeah, getting on my moped to leave, and I made it two or three blocks before it shut off, and I was like, well, I don't know where I, well, I know where I am, but like, fuck, I don't, I, I'm done, like, I've made yeah, it two well. blocks, I don't know where everyone's going, there was no group meet. Was like, there was, bye. yeah, he was, he was gone, <laughs> so. I called my brother. He came, got me in Thomas's pickup truck. I got home. I fiddled with it for a second, loaded it back in the pickup truck, because I got it running. And then, what was wrong? I don't know.
3: Probably need a gas. <laughs> Peck- cock- was, uh, Peck- I, off?
2: I did put straight gas. I put a little straight gas in it. Um
0: performance
2: And I don't remember. It was so long ago. And then loaded back up in the truck. and. I don't think I took it off the truck. I think it was the end of the ride by then. And I just, I don't even remember what happened after that. And then, uh.
3: Yeah, that video that rally, because if you look up the Hell Satan's videos, uh, and you troll through them, there's one where, like, everybody's at the river at Pipeline. And that was yeah. that rally.
2: Yeah, I think that's where it ended
3: up. I might be in that video somewhere, but I don't know. Yeah. And what I, got, you I was guys so got a- I got the shits <laughs> and went behind one of the pillars and, and like, <laughs> I've been drinking and like eating really bad <laughs> unknown weird food at the rally and so like i had the shit real bad and i was kind of nervous that i didn't want to talk to anybody but like i kind of talked to a few people and so i uh what's that going on? and so i end up like going behind one of the pillars and like bum blasting all, all over the fucking wall and i don't you know what bum blasting is
0: no that oh. sounds like a really cool southern term
3: that's when you, gotta like, uh, when you got the old bubble guts, and whether you uh, like it or not, it's going to come out.
0: Yeah, yeah. You make so you a just mad around dash. The corner, I'm
3: like, pants down, you know, in, on rocky territory, like leaned over against the wall, trying to shit <laughs> without getting shit all over myself. And so I was like, I made that happen, and I didn't want to get in the river, but I immediately got into the river after that to get me a good rinse off.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it's nature shower, so, you know, run with it.
3: The other thing that we do around here is called slipping a fish so if you oh, got a poop you God. just do it in the water you catch a nice like <laughs> slip stream you know and sit up yeah. on a rock and you but you got to point your ass in the air a little bit when you do it because you don't want the big if you got a wet one you don't want your balls covered in shit this is i, I you, you want nice you i
0: you see me taking notes i these are pro <laughs> tips i, and... I imagine
3: it's the, it's the same way you have a baby like leg up kind of like oh God. just a perfect exit
2: <laughs> i would assume but you know maybe i don't know but um here if someone slipping a fish don't go near them they're moving yes. in the
0: water <laughs> you see that's one thing i forgot about the south i spent a little bit of time you know i've got into kansas and southern missouri so to me that's the south but it's not like i love the phrases that you you guys use that we don't and Minnesota, we're just you know too cold and frigid, but um,
3: Mason Dixon line is in Pennsylvania, technically.
0: Is it? Well, yeah, that, Pittsburgh's a gorgeous state. There's a bad joke behind that that you might hear on the first podcast if you bother to listen, which no pressure. Um, anyways, <laughs> back to yes, we're, this is the second is podcast. This, this could be
3: oh, shit uh, I should be recording, huh? Yeah, yeah, oh, well, you
0: know, I just wanted to introduce everybody again.
3: I just thought um, your your private messages had finally progressed into live chat.
0: You damn right. Um, so we're you guys have hit the Satan's rally. Um, Thomas is shitting in unknown locations, um,
3: <laughs> and I am not a public shitter until then. Well, right you, like of public shitting.
0: You know, sometimes you know when it, when it's got to happen, you got choices, and you made the appropriate one. I will say. Like, Um, all
1: of this stuff you're talking about with shitting in the woods and stuff, like, all of this just reminds me of, like, at least once a week in the military. You're out (laughs) on a field exercise, and you find interesting new ways to take a dump. It's... Yeah.
0: Ashley, how, for, I don't think you ever discussed this on Brabcast, how long were you in the military, and what branch were you in the military? I was in the Army for eight years. Awesome. So again, thank you for your service and whatnot. Um, but back to the Ashley and Thomas in uh, Richmond. Um, so you guys are forming a scene. Um, you've got. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how oh, I
3: want okay. to push.
0: Yeah. How, how I how I. Run with your great humor that you always have, Thomas. Um,
3: Ashley would have joined the Navy, but it was too much semen.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh my. So.
3: Waka, waka, waka. Wah, wah.
0: And <laughs> I, I know asked. Crash
3: button? What kind of a fucking podcast is this? We are. You know
0: what? I've said She's this. Running your
3: soundboard over there.
0: We, okay. You guys are like the Kraft macaroni and cheese to our great value knockoff <laughs> generic version if we can reach the great value status of podcasts I'll be happy um, so you guys you hit this first rally your Ashley takes it doesn't know where anybody is truck picks her up um, at what point do you really start collecting mopeds Are you're really sold into this lifestyle is this after this before this um, yeah, it
2: was before this okay <laughs> Not me, me. No. I, I don't collect mopeds. I have two. I didn't get my first one until probably, I don't know, 2014, 2015, something like that. Thomas bought it for me for my birthday.
3: I collect everything. <laughs> I've got two houses, two campers, <laughs> two, three motorcycles, <laughs> 10 or 20 mopeds. I used well, to have one. I have stalls, one or something. Well,
0: two or three will do. Um, yeah.
3: I got eight cars, I think. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. I, got, I collect anything I, I get two or three refrigerators I like two of everything <laughs> I was I grew up poor so like you know my even though technically we weren't poor, my mother treated us like we had no money and I don't know yeah. if she ever had any money or not but we always lived really light. and so like I was grew up thinking we were dirt fucking poor and we, you know so for me I was afraid of going broke or not having something or whatever so I make sure I got plenty of everything
2: yeah when you're one of one of eight yeah your mama's gonna raise you like you're poor
0: (laughs) yeah sounds like mama lived on the budget pretty well
3: um mama lived on something (laughs) (laughs) should have put a fucking television in the room
0: (laughs) um so right around 2014 ashley gets her first moped she's claiming what was that ashley a pinto Is it the pinto
2: no, it was a different Pinto. Um, sure about that? I am sure because I bought my Pinto myself for myself.
3: Okay. Um, uh,
2: Seth and Ben built it. It was Seth's bike, and he
3: is a um, dumbass and can't set ring gap.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, the he he's. The rings kept breaking every time he ride it. And so I was like, I'll buy a bike from you. And he was like, Okay, let me fix it first. And I was like, You fixed it <laughs> several times. I'll buy it broken and fix it myself. And the he only way
0: to buy a moped.
3: <laughs> yeah, we were doing this thing called the Whiskey Fall Classics. So Sean uh, from Black Black uh, was like living in Richmond, had started the uh, School Street shred shed and got it going, and they were trying to, like, you know, also build the community, but uh, there was some negativity with uh, some attitudes that came out of his, uh, you know, corner a little bit, and so a lot of people people were on his team. A lot of people were off his team, and so – but he did a lot of good things. He did. He
2: started Moped Mondays in Richmond. That's how we got to know a lot of the people we got to know is because he was actually –
3: grinding out there. He was, yeah, he was, he was in working the hard at building because
2: that, up. that was his job. He, he didn't really have a job. He moved here to start a moped business. So um, awesome. it gave yeah. us all a gathering place. And so the people that I really started meeting when I we, when the moped scene actually got in Richmond like that, it wasn't the normal moped scene that you see now. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't a bunch of crunchy dudes. Like, yeah, sure, there were a couple, but it was all... Normal, regular style people: Jason and Vince and Mouse and Josh and people that we could relate to that were our age that were Matt, um, Matt, Matt, and
0: uh, Steve <laughs> and Bob. <now. laughs> I can name names too. Watch me.
2: <laughs> uh, a lot of those people. Well, a couple of the people I met. We don't.
3: don't associate with their old numbers um are are they names that should not be named this one dude was such a shithead he got his gas tank piston in a rally and filled to the brim and then the next day he was still being a shithead so somebody took a spark plug and closed the gap up on it for him and we told him what was done to his bike basically verbatim he's like put already put a uh, chuck to spark plug and then he rode it all the way home like barely running it would run it'll run with, yeah. with that but hardly and I'm we're like me and Sean are like fucking wasted and we finally leave the bar and this dude's been gone for like 10 or 15 minutes and we're on the way back to uh, this is in uh,
2: Wilmington. Wilmington,
3: North Carolina. We're like ripping on back to the shop, go smoke some pot and drink some whiskey and hang out, you know, mm-hmm. and fucking next thing you know, I'm like, is that a taillight? and Sean and we're just cruising we're not doing anything fancy because we don't want the fucking cops on us you know we're just yeah. riding back and we see a little tail flickering and it goes out and it comes <laughs> back on and I'm like motherfucker I bet that's Matt yep sure enough we go <laughs> yo right on by him. <laughs> that, dude, the bike sounds like it's super sporadic just barely running on and off again on and off again on like and, off, and off like it's
0: grounding out somewhere or something all yeah, it yeah. needs
3: is the a, is a spark plug gap opened up a little bit so it'll run properly but he won't fucking listen
0: <laughs> um that's that makes me happy, especially when you try to tell somebody they're doing something and they won't listen, and then yeah, um,
3: try to give them a new plug. We hand yeah. them a spark plug.
0: Like I don't care if I have a bad spark plug or not. If somebody's giving me a new plug, you damn right I'm putting it in my pocket. You know.
3: I think this is the same guy we took in. Uh, we took his exhaust gasket off and put a solid exhaust gasket on his oh. exhaust because he was being a dickhead. And thought he knew everything and then he couldn't start his bike for like a month oh that's
0: that that makes me i don't know man
3: everything checks out the timing's good (laughs) it's got spark it's got man it's got brand new this fuck it man i'm gonna rebuild it again all
0: right um that that's that's hilarious um yeah yeah that makes me that's so good right (laughs) yeah i i i just i just think back to the first time somebody tried to the first time I actually went on a Thursday ride, up in Minnesota, they do, before the coronavirus. Um, they'd always do Thursday meetups and Thursday rides. And the first time I actually made it out to a ride, we made a stop, and I was shutting my bike off with just the key. And I was parked next to everybody else, and I had to work, I think, in the morning, and it was like 10.30 at night, and I'd wake up at 4 a.m. for work. So I'm like, all right, guys, we'll see you. And... I go to look down at my bike and I see my kill switch on the Hobbit. You know, they have that kill switch on the right hand grip. And I see somebody had turned that off. And I actually, it was me being a dorky, young, still very young to mopeds. I actually turned that on and started up right away. I don't know if anybody actually turned that off, but I felt really impressed that I figured out somebody was trying to fuck with my bike a little bit. Um, whether somebody did or not, I don't know. And is that story relevant to anything? Probably no. not. But I like i like to talk every once in a while um so it's 2014 ashley has her pinto now is this the pinto that you crashed in
2: no it was a different one
0: okay um do you want and i know you've talked about thomas (laughs) (laughs) um i know you talked about this on moped monday this is a little bit still about your story um, you just want to, for anybody who for the two people who haven't listened to Moped Monday podcast, Do you want to kind of just quickly clip notes of your accident.
2: Um, so What year down, was
3: it? Uh,
2: 2015?
3: She blocked those memories out, bro. <laughs> Dude, next subject.
2: <laughs> 2015, I think. I think that was the year of driving down the street and someone Turned left in front of me, and I T-boned them, and I don't remember it, and then I spent nine days in the ICU with a bunch of broken bones and concussion, and...
3: And listening to every single fucking doctor come in and go, oh, you hit a parked car.
2: Yeah, my my intake report said that I hit a parked car. (laughs) So I feel like the treatment that I got was uh, because they thought I hit a parked car, Mm. um, and they thought I was stupid, so... I ended up um, on the last day, the doctor came in with all his teaching students and I said, um, am I going home? And he goes, I don't know. And I said, I'm I'm going home. And he's like, well, we have to look. No, I'm going home. <laughs> and, um, so he was like, I guess you can go home then. And uh, I spent two months in a wheelchair and three months out of work. And then it was July, the end of July, and then in December, I went to NOLA and rode mm-hmm. a moped again. Heck
0: yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, doctor's um, yeah. Um, no.
2: No, I went to my doctor's appointment. The only thing I had left that was healing was my leg, um, but it was pretty much good to go. And I said, can I ride a moped? And he looks at me and he goes well if it doesn't hurt you can but I would advise against it and I said okay that's all I needed to know sounds good
0: doc <laughs> Um, so Thomas the bike that Ashley has now is that the bike that she crashed
2: why are you asking him it's my bike and my well,
0: crash I'm, I'm going to get into the repairs of it is why I'm asking because you established earlier you don't you don't repair bikes you
2: no, I don't like to. I rebuilt my bike. I took it apart and I rebuilt it. What are you talking about?
0: Well, you're yeah, clapping. I'm <laughs> clapping and I'm an asshole. So,
2: I have to do repairs because I build my bike and it runs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ride it often, so therefore I don't have to fix it often.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the key to less repairs. um I tried to recently put my crashed bike back together, but. Unfortunately, the neck was bent and the frame was kinked, and I—that's uh hanging on a wall now, so it'll never get to be ridden again. Because hers is
3: bent; her her hair frame's bent and kinked a little bit, but
2: it's 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 so slight that it's not a big deal. Yeah. So I
0: I had a donor frame that I got off a Craigslist or a Facebook Marketplace purchase last year. Like for I got a complete Hobbit on a pallet. For fifty bucks last year, so I just swapped frames out and called that good. Um, yeah,
2: no, my front wheel was tacoed, my um, my forks were shot, that whole thing. But I just uh, took the whole bike down to the frame. Thomas, we looked at it. It, it was it was straight enough. Um, mm-hmm. He painted it for me, and I don't. I think did we buy new cases? I don't know if we bought new cases or not, but anyways, no, I you didn't just buy them. I already had them.
3: If we put them on, there. yeah, I don't
2: know if we put new ones on or not, but anyways, I sure just didn't. rebuilt the engine and put new forks on it, and the way it you, went.
3: Did
0: you go stack uh, Pinto forks? I I know I looked at your bike, but I just can't remember. I I thought they were stock when I saw
3: it. No, I talked her into some hydros.
0: Awesome! Yeah, you that's like the greatest greatest thing ever for mopeds i just switched over this winter and it's yeah, like riding we a recline.
3: It. We, we originally rebuilt it and just put regular ebrs on there which are fine there's nothing wrong with ebrs but then every time we'd go for a ride she'd be like this thing it's just wiggly it doesn't feel right like it's, you know it's freaking me out i'm like look man it's the bike is fast like peace of mind of having a nice sturdy front end is worth it mm-hmm. i mean it's another it's what's a EBRs are 115 and then EBR the hydros are like 250 so you're talking like yeah. an extra 135 bucks it's not chunk change but, no you know but you could spend that money in putting fork braces on and trying to sure it up and you know a few extra things and you're almost at that price anyway or you could just buy the fucking ebrs that work
0: yeah and i will yeah i i love them i i've already up in minnesota i like i said yesterday i've i love to ride mopeds i just love to ride mopeds i've already got uh 250 miles on for the year and i mean we've had like maybe five riding days it's been just get out and rip because yeah it's best way to clear my mind um so if i remember correctly 2000 that was 2016 is when you got went down to new orleans
2: 15 15 rally yeah
0: Okay, um, so we've we've pretty well hit what happened, what it's like, and now we're gonna kind of touch on uh, what it's like now. What is moped life for you two and your family? Um, what's a what's an average kind of week for you two when it comes to mopeds? <laughs> I know, especially I can already right, I can tell with Thomas, there's no average week. Um,
2: oh, he works on mopeds a lot of the time some sometimes he's like doesn't touch moped all week. This week he's been working on customer bikes. I don't know the last time I rode a moped.
3: Oh, <laughs> I think you're in we went to Pennsylvania, Gettysburg, right? No. no, I guess you rode since then. We met up at, no, uh, in I, Richmond for a meetup.
2: Yeah, I, I rode, not before this hit, I rode, um, went to a bar or something.
3: When's the last time you rode your motorcycle? I don't know. <laughs> it's got a brand new motorcycle with 1,500 miles on it. It's a brand new 2015 with 1,500 miles on it, and that tells you how much that thing gets ridden. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
2: I'm not a big rider. What whatever. What kind of motorcycle? It's, um, uh, it's a Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> you you are... don't even know. <laughs>
0: Thomas, <laughs> what kind of motorcycle does actually have? What a, color is it?
2: It's a Suzuki DR250. It is okay. not a 250. 200. 200. <laughs> I wish it was no, a 250. No, he just said there's this bike, you should buy it. And I went to the store and I bought it.
0: <laughs> I went to, the, <laughs> went to the motorcycle store and I bought it. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can
0: tell. Um, uh, I'm not,
2: a, I'm, I'm in a moped club and I like riding mopeds, but mopeds is not my life.
0: Yeah. And that's cool. <laughs> and that's, I mean, everybody has their own story. And yeah. Um, let me ask you, Thomas, what's your, what is your average moped week these days, weeks, years?
3: Get home from work. All right, cool. Moped Monday is popping off at six o'clock at the shop. I come home, eat dinner, remind Ashley that it's Moped Monday because she clearly (laughs) has forgotten that I like to do Moped Monday every fucking Monday. (laughs) And then she gets mad and then I leave the house. I go to one of the garages. I got a couple of garages, try to find the bike. And on the way there, I get 15 texts about parts. Then I waste another an hour and a half Fetching parts for people that either don't come <laughs> And pick them up or they do Come pick them up and by that time the ride's left And I'm a at the shop drinking beer by myself And I usually go for a solo ride then go back home <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's just one day
3: <laughs> Okay yeah, that's Monday
0: Yeah that's Monday so what's a Tuesday Like for you
3: <laughs> Tuesday same thing Hey do you okay. have these parts? Yeah I got them come get them you know, thanks, Jeff. You know, just working on customer bikes here and there. I hardly ever, I don't ride as much as I want to because I'm busy. I own a business. Mm-hmm. Um, the park shop keeps me busy. I also do service gigs on bikes here and there. Um, I've got, you know, a household to take care of and, you know, grass to cut and some family to look after here and there. And not only that, but like downtime is important. I like to do nothing sometimes. So, yeah, there's I a lot. Lie. <laughs>
0: Well, there, I I can tell the type of personality Thomas has. You know, downtime is it is a good thing every once in a while.
3: I went out to the car and spent twenty minutes adjusting the sunroof out of boredom and listening to music.
2: (laughs) And you know, I guess that's downtime for him. He's he's exactly he
3: doesn't
2: doesn't like to sit and do nothing. He Mm -hmm. likes to do he likes to tinker a lot. So that's downtime for him by himself tinkering with something.
0: But and I can I, I, yes, yes I can yes, see that on the
2: radio
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can see it though Thomas you was making a, Thomas was making a hand gesture folks um, <laughs> But I can I can identify with that I got in my I go out to my garage I call my shop And I might not get a lot done But I'm still out there doing something And that's my Shut my brain off I don't have to worry about Anything And just Yeah um,
2: yeah, normal so, life. He spends his time in the garage doing whatever. He's just he lives in the garage. Yeah, I don't
3: go in. I don't like to be indoors. I don't want to be outside or in the garage. I don't want to be in a house at all.
0: Well, yeah, and I identify with that a lot. Unfortunately, when it's like 20 below outside, my garage does get warm, but it doesn't. It only gets up to like 40, 50 degrees, and you know it is where our it new is.
3: house should have a sick heater. And I just bought a new heater for my other garage too. It's like this old military heater. You know how, like, you get a diesel-powered... <coughs> Rona! You know you get a diesel-powered <laughs> heater that, like, makes the entire shop stink like diesel fuel? Yeah! Well, you've got, if you're out in, you know, wherever, you probably have a stovepipe or a way to exit, uh, like, a flue for, like, a, a stove. But this mm-hmm. diesel heater is like an old military tent heater that actually has, like, uh, its own stovepipe connection, so... You get the heat recycling through, like, a normal blowtorch heater, but all the fumes go out through the chimney. Okay. And that thing cooks, man. It's like HVAC in your garage for peanuts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, I just insulated my garage this past winter, and I've been going off a kerosene heater. And, like, I I need to get real heat out there for next year. Um,
3: But – Yeah, you got to look into, like, overstock. It might be, like, military overstock or – government.org you could buy them at auction and they've yeah. got this old like jet heaters and they're pretty dope for the money man they they move some air
0: I, I've i got a few lines I think what I might do is get um an old uh, house furnace because I'm going to what I want to do is dig a gas line to my garage and, i got
3: worse, right, come pick it up
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, not, nothing <laughs> like a 20 hour ride you know yeah. I do I do want to get down there for you know hopefully this Rona stuff kind of chills out I was making plans to come down for Wet Wet this year, so well, well hopefully hope- we'll
3: have our new house and the new pool set up and all that shit at the new spot. And yeah, yeah, we'll, but, we'll have a place can we'll stay.
0: Hey, awesome! Thank you guys. I had a few options, but you know, whatever. I'm all about oh, staying your at second
3: a second option. Uh, <laughs> I Everybody didn't want
0: to. No, no I will go to a house right. with a pool. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but one thing I want to get going with this and we'll see how long this lasts. Cause I get, um, attention, whatever. Um, it's second chance mopeds, um, uh, second chance, a moped podcast. I kind of look at it. I looked at this originally cause all of our, none of us, I'll say this. Most of us have never bought a new moped. A lot of them are getting a second chance at life. So if and you can answer this any way you want, um, You can jokingly or get deep it doesn't matter to me when you look back at your moped life if you had a second chance to do something different would you and what would it be and i'll point to ashley first you know if you had just a situation you know where you're like for me i'm constantly sticking my foot in my mouth at the wrong time or whatever um or you know, flying to Tampa on a whim, you know, just think well, if I
3: if we had to <laughs> okay, do it yeah. all over again. I would have one Ashley, thing. One yeah, thing I'd have Ashley hit a parked car with better insurance.
2: Ah. <laughs> it wasn't my insurance. My insurance was great. The person that caused me to hit them did not have insurance, so um, or state minimum, so I walked away with no money. Um oh. But I had something
0: insurance. in your something in your control.
2: So hey,
3: she's got the memories. Every single time it rains, those memories come back and remind <laughs> her of all those good times. You know?
2: No, I wouldn't take anything back. Nothing in my life will I take back. Everything that's happened or been done has made me who I am today, and no regrets.
3: No regrets, <laughs>
0: dummy.
2: No, no regrets.
0: regrets. <laughs> that um that you guys are probably gonna spoil this whole damn bit i was going after because that's a lot of um what i always say to people like i will i'll never take anything back it doesn't matter because we're yeah. sitting here right now and ashley can probably identify with this with me on this level like i'm alive here talking to people so i yeah. am meant to be here right now in this moment um but yeah, yeah
2: i've said it i've said it a million times i grabbed my three-quarter helmet before I walked out the door and something told me turn around to get my full face and I got my full face and I was wearing it that night and had I not been wearing that I would not have a face or I would be dead like I think that something was me all, all I had was a little scar on my lip right here and that was it like teeth yeah. impressions yeah. in my full face helmet I have all my teeth I have my face I have my life wear full face <laughs>
0: I I am the worst hypocrite in the world because I wear a full face now. You guys saw me ride. Um, I did not have one on that night, and it, I still have no idea how. If you look at my helmet, there's gashes everywhere on it. How yeah. I did not get my face is I don't know. It's that moped, yeah. Jesus.
2: I look back at pictures. I see like random, and I'm wearing shorts and. <sighs> sleeveless shirt and a half helmet and i'm like what the fuck was i doing like yeah. no way <laughs> Not, not I like feel like got on the motorcycle not that long ago and you had
3: flip-flops on
2: i did not have flip-flops on i was on the back of his bike and i had ballet flats on because <laughs> i was coming i was coming from work and thomas said do you want to meet me at the shop and so i just Drove over to the shop from work, and that's what I was wearing.
1: Oh! And
2: I was a nervous wreck the whole time. Oh, fuck
1: I, fuck I had... all of that. I rode my Indian with fucking shorts and a quarter helmet on. Let the wind whip through my
0: hair. <laughs> Shh. But that thing was a freaking car. You call it, Ashley rode Look, an Indian, yeah,
3: Indian motorcycle? Indians just don't run long enough to get into a crash. You don't have to worry about that.
1: This one was brand new.
3: Yeah, yeah, Ashley exactly. worked for Polaris. <laughs> I've never seen an Indy with any miles on it They're all brand
1: new <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, i don't work for them anymore You can diss them all you want <laughs>
3: nah, nah, um, yeah. Indy is supposed to be a hell of a good bike It, was,
0: it looked really nice I'll give you that, Ashley I, was, I never wanted to get on it Because it just looked too expensive And I didn't want to pay for anything i'd probably wreck on it it's slow Um, as
1: balls but man it looked pretty as it was puttering by it
2: yeah can i I do a little interviewing real fast yeah sure (laughs) one podcast to the other um so ashley where are you from
1: minneapolis here minnesota
2: okay all right so y'all are friends and then y'all decided to do a podcast together
1: i wouldn't say friends no i'm just kidding
0: (laughs) i'll tell you the first time i had any real interaction with ashley i um it was it was well this is what i remember it was before my accident it was the ball
1: Um, gag incident right it was the what the ball gag incident
0: yeah no god damn it god damn it Ashley. (laughs) um i had i had uh soft seized uh a hobby him your balls and you
3: gagged (laughs) <laughs> yes
0: um, I had soft seas the ha- hobbit and I'm like you know what I should probably get a head I should probably get a temp sensor because I still don't know what I'm doing and somebody said to me yeah Ashley she works for um, Polaris and she's got deals on trail trail tech uh, equipment and I just hit her up I go hey do you have any uh, temp gauges that I could pick up in the next day or so and Ashley goes yeah she shot me a number and I was a little under and I probably tried to negotiate with her but she's like this is what it is I'm like <laughs> okay, and um, she gave me. Ashley has uh, that Amazon keypad thing, or am I screwing that up? Ashley, what do you have to get in your house? That key code. Oh, oh, it's just uh,
1: we're bougie as fuck, so we've got one of those keypad locks.
0: Yeah, so Ashley's like, "Here's the co- I." We've never really met. Ashley goes, "Here's the code to my house. Go into my basement." <laughs> and go get it i'm like what the fuck this girl is awfully trusting like i'm i could raid her house i could but you know this is or
3: or you could have been gotten down to the basement there could have been a couple of chloroform popsicles waiting (laughs) for you
0: i was waiting for that as well i had my stabby knife with me but (laughs) so did ashley (laughs) (laughs) she was running late she was still at work (laughs) thomas is giving the stashing moment but she that's that was like the first time we had really met and I got like I kind of briefly said to you guys I got into podcast listening to podcasts and I was listening to wrestling ones and then I don't even know how I think the Jake Kane episode I listened to Moped Monday and then I listened to Ashley's and then I was listening to you guys all the time and then I was on yours and then I like talking obviously and I just hit Ashley up I'm like why aren't you doing this anymore? And she, you know, I'll let Ashley kind of talk from here.
1: Oh my God. I don't, I should probably cut out part of whatever, what, what the real answer is.
3: (laughs) No, I don't do that.
1: Oh, I like nobody. Like I'm super, uh, like either people love me or they hate me. And people just hear, oh, yeah, that tranny from the great white north. And it's like either like, all right, I want to get to know this person or like, uh, nah, fuck that shit. Wanna, you know, it sounds like a train wreck waiting to happen. So, like, I just straight up ran out of people to interview. I had a, okay. a list of 20, 30 people I'd contact every week. And, oh, yeah, sure, sure. I'll I'll come on. And then nothing every week for about eight months so eventually it just
0: died
2: got you so Jim was like let's bring it back well and Ashley's like
0: I don't know just in life I was taught by my parents um, it doesn't matter who you are or what you are treat people as how they treat you and Ashley's been nothing but nice to me and you know well you have like that's how (laughs) I always try to be to people like if you're a straight up asshole to me I'm going to be a I'm going to Give you shit back or being asked Yeah, but so,
3: part of part of uh, being able to get interviews or talking to people is like you know, like for years and years and years and years, I've put myself out there and been to a ton of rallies and gotten out as much as I can and raised a bunch of hell and sort of created a name for our club and helped create a name for our club, and that, along with Jason's, uh, you know, social butterflyness and just getting out there and. You know, grinding and hustling and meeting people and telling jokes and fucking around and you know, his, his ability to, to memorize and know everybody that he meets and, <laughs> you know, all the crazy stories and shit. You know, I mean, being out there, that's, you know, making those connections in person is what I think has kept us afloat for almost, you know, was almost 80 episodes now, you know. I I j- that 75th. makes me
1: the worst mopedder ever. Cause like I don't. It took me a year and a half to remember like the main casseroleer guys, what what their names were, and like I don't drink. I've there's a long backstory to that as well. <laughs> and like I'm just the worst like moped culture person ever. Like I I, I suck at wrenching. I'm always asking the same <laughs> questions. I'm like that dipshit rider so like i had to find a totally different way of engaging with the community like i'm all about the bikes because i get about the same conversational skills as a bike so (laughs) yeah
3: but if people don't know you at all why the fuck would they want to talk to you if they'd never if if you're in so all right you went to a rally but nobody knew you were there so nobody knows your name you didn't create any ruckus you didn't say hi to anybody, you didn't do a good deed for somebody and help them out in some weird way, they, re- they remembered you, you don't exist, mm-hmm. you know, basically. And I've it's hard to uh, get to, to, to be, you know, part of it. You know, you can't be part of it, not part of it. You're right. you're in or out. You know? I've been
1: to Rally of the Corn, like, twice now, I think, but I've missed both Minnesota rallies. <laughs> like, and yeah, when how I'm, when I'm there, I How talk- far
3: outside of how far outside of your, you know, demographic as far as rallies have you been? Which is the furthest traveled?
1: Uh literally my only rally has been uh down at Ed's in uh oh shit. Omaha where even is Omaha. Omaha, <laughs> Omaha. Um,
0: and for one thing that has kind of helped me and I think helped me land, uh, our first podcast with Simon King was actually going on Monday Moped Podcast because you know like I like I always tell people, I will stick my foot in my mouth, I will say stupid <laughs> things at the wrong time. Don't freaking talk to me after ten PM because that's when my brain really goes to mush. But like I try to be a halfway engaging person, if you didn't notice by now. And I jokingly said to Ashley, let's set a goal. You know, I hear on Monday Moped they want to do hundred.
1: Hi there, post editing Ashley here. We wanted to make sure to clarify that a hundred episodes is unrealistic for the two of us. The Monday guys have already gone over half of that hundred goal, and that is so cool to see. Brapcast didn't make it nearly that long, and I don't think either Jim or I have enough gumption or charisma to make it a hundred episodes.
0: Let's make ours realistic. Let's do four. Let's do four and see. Let's do sets. Let's do blocks of them and
3: see,
2: yeah, see yeah. what happens.
3: Like, I mean, four hundred is a realistic number. <laughs> take a
2: while, yeah, I think to make uh, Mopet, and Jason.
0: Jason's been in the scene for a very long time. From you know, he you hasn't. Know
2: he hasn't been in as long as us. Like Thomas True. met him when he got his first bike. Um, Jason doesn't drink. He's just wild as fuck. And so everyone knows him. Um but it's just like I I'm not fun at a rally. I don't talk to people. I'll second that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You did (laughs) bounce out of Tampa early, so yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I I just I can't handle people that much. I don't like socializing. I love the people that I love and um I have lots of friends, but the first couple of years at rallies, I was just by myself, even though I was there with a bunch of people. Like I was too afraid to talk to people. Everyone was cooler than me. And then like, I just got my head out of my ass and I was like, these are just regular people like me, whatever. And so, um, right. and If we, we ever meet thing.
1: up, we can totally just like sit quietly at opposite ends of a bike and like work on it.
2: <laughs> See, for me. Yeah I don't work on bikes at rallies I either ride it and it rides Or I get in the chase truck and drink beer <laughs> And then I'm out for the rest of the rally
3: <laughs> Yeah for me I'm a bit of an introvert So I would just I just hang out with people that have A better gift of gab and a memory Who can you know like strike me. up the conversation So like I just sort of like weasel my way Into other people's shit slightly And not try to like I don't you know because I don't know enough or enough about people sometimes so I try to just be more of an observer and be there and add a little bit and then see you later I'm like Thomas
2: that's so-and-so and And he's like oh how do you remember that and like well I think for
0: for a good chunk of mopeders we're all kind of I don't know we're never for the most of us we were never the captain of the football team or the very you know
3: big for yourself there junior
0: Well, I'm speaking for myself now, son. Uh, But I, for me, at any major event for things that I'm passionate about, like I like to observe the whole scene and just I get a sense of joy and fulfillment of just seeing everybody having a fun time. And that was, you know, that was a lot of that was a lot of the Tampa rally for me was
3: like. I only go to the rallies to flex on people, to block lanes, flex on people, and run from the cops.
0: (laughs) Yes, you did. And thank you for blocking those lanes, especially during the 37th fucking U-turn. Thank you, Bourbon Steve. Um, I'm going to make a promise to everyone. What's your promise, Ashley? Oh, here it comes.
1: I'm going to get my boyfriend, my girlfriend, and my husband all together, and we're going to get in the Bratmobile, and we're going to make it to a Southern Rally.
0: But, what? Ashley, is, is the Bratmobile actually running?
1: Uh, you know, it's, it's an honorary moped. <laughs> so hey, we Ashley, all got to
3: set goals. Can you pump the brakes a little bit, Ashley? I don't have my boots on, and the bullshit's getting real deep around here. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? The,
0: the Bratmobile actually running. Um, it's always so something. I guess it's that always ch- something. It's always something
1: truck will probably be all
3: right.
0: Um, You're going to need
3: a bigger car.
0: You're going to need you and your freaking 35 relationships you have. Um, Living
3: my best
1: life.
0: There you go. (laughs) That's right. So, (laughs) so you guys, thank you very much for coming on. I, Like I said, I'm trying to get at least one always in the can to go. And I hit Ashley up literally last minute to come on. I was going (laughs) to – and, yeah, I – do you guys have anything else? Like, I th- I think we're good right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, no, half the time no. I don't know how to sign off, so <laughs> that, that's something. That's something how I'm going to say. Get the get the hell off the podcast. But um,
2: it's sometimes. No, we appreciate y'all having us. It was fun. Y'all are doing a great job so far. Well, the first
0: one, if I don't screw it up, the first one's gonna go on the SoundCloud at uh, seven in the
2: morning.
3: Your time? Control S, control I, S. Every I, five t- minutes, control S, control <laughs> S, control S, control S.
2: One of our first podcasts, use? we lost the entire thing. Yes, and then I, we called them the next day and had to redo it. <laughs>
3: awesome. What do y'all um, use I'm,
1: for recording?
2: I don't know. Jason does it.
3: Uh, The Rodcaster. The what? <laughs> it's called the Rodcaster, Rodcaster or something. And just recording it on an SD card, and then we transfer the file to the computer to load it up.
0: I'll have to look that up. Yeah, that's one thing I'm—I've got a halfway decent gift of gab, and I'm halfway <laughs> decent at meeting people. But when it comes to recording technology, I am in kindergarten. I don't—I—I I don't know much about anything. So I've been kind of relying on Ashley for all of that. Um, <laughs> But yeah you guys it was awesome getting to chit chat with you i really hope that uh wet what happens so i can come down and stay at a house with a pool so is it is it
3: above ground pool or below ground pool you'll find out when when you come see it yeah I fingers
2: gotta... crossed we haven't closed and no one actually knows so don't air our podcast.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> and I hope the Waffle House is uh, reopened by the time this, uh, by the time I'm down there. Because yeah, uh, the
3: awful waffle, and <laughs> uh, from uh, Rebel Rousers and all the Richmond crew from our end of the Town, we'd like to say,
0: "Fuck your car, ride a mobile mo- mo- <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Bye. Bye, bye. Well, Ashley. That was uh the meeting of two podcasts. How how do you like it? God damn, that was a hoot. Yeah. Those guys are rad. Um like I said, all you gotta do is try to put yourself out there halfway halfway and um just be you know, just be kind. Be kind to others and try to be a service in one capacity or another. And that's you know, you're helping me out with, you know, doing the podcast thing and I'm helping you out trying to get Get, get you back riding again have you ridden it all this year yeah other I, than up and down your boulevard
1: on them uh really nice like 65 plus degree days I've been day day
0: we've had we've day. had day ashley <laughs> i ended up
1: you know out I, I, a couple times it was really nice
0: yeah, yeah. Really you know I, miss it. on tuesday did we have that set? yesterday was wednesday tuesday um, I rode so much. So I started out at my house, and you know where that is on the east side of St. Paul. I rode over to McKnight in 36, Highway 36, rode down McKnight, down to Upper Afton, down to downtown St. Paul, started the River Road, over to Scooterville to see Shocker. And that's so awesome that yeah, um, Mike Shocker's working in Scooterville, and he's got a new passion, job he's passionate about. Um stopped there, rode to downtown Minneapolis, rode up to Northeast, rode the parkway in Northeast over to Larpender, Larpinder up to the state fairgrounds. Turns out the state fairgrounds is locked the fuck up. So yeah. I had to kinda of, I had to go through some gates and fences and got on to Como Parkway or Como Avenue. I, it's Como something and rode home. I rode like fifty miles in less than two hours. Wow. Yeah, it was like just, I mean, it might've been, it might've been like two and a half hours, but it was just stupid record time. Like, and that was with the damn, like I started that at 315-ish we'll say, and I was home by like, fuck, six-ish. Cause we did the pot, yeah, it was just nuts. and. Granted, I don't want to have that experience again because I want things to get back to normal. I want traffic back on the roads. But, you know, downtown Minneapolis was a ghost town. Um, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, Ashley, this has been a fun first two podcasts. Um, How are you feeling about this so far? It's going pretty good. Um, I'm glad you can talk.
1: I just sit here and monitor (laughs) the line levels.
0: Well, you chime in and you add that little bit of spice and a little bit of unpredictability that we need. Sometimes I feel like I'm that straight guy that just, you know, I will answer, I'll ask you the questions. now. And will you please respond? And Ashley just randomly chimes in with a question, which, you know, makes me happy. So, um, with that, well, with that being said, I'm gonna sign off by saying, don't forget, kids, mopeds are dumb
1: mopeds are dumb
0: oh god damn it ash no don't fucking do that shit yeah so are we recording yet um well so F-11. let's fucking okay let's start this goddamn podcast then because sure, you sure. have two have you have you eaten today Welcome back God damn it Ashley you were fucking sugar is spiking did you have a goddamn Red Bull no nope don't, do don't do it don't do it don't do it um don't I'm, i i've got to work on my patience that's all it is we haven't really fucking started the podcast have we i pressed the mute button why would you do that because i was supposed to mute my microphone but instead you got a belch hey way to be um professional about shit i really
1: appreciate that